Okay, so first of all, a big shkayach to Shmuel again for opening his home. It's my Moshe. We're holding by a chazot already? Oh, not yet. Not yet? Almost there, almost there. No, when Shmuel opens up his home, it always brings Yidin together. That's for sure. That's for sure. And the schus of bringing Yidin together, and Torah, and Simcha, and the schus of Rosh this house should be full of Simcha, and Nachas, and Baruch HaMash, Adelidai. And the learning and the forbringing tonight should be in the schus Lidanishmas Moshe Ben Badriya Levana, Neshamashaf and Aliyah. And you know, as they usually say, when Neshamas go up, good things come down. So they should come down from Mishpach and all of the Kais. Okay, so let me share with you a quick idea. It's already late. You know, we know from the Sefer Yitzirah that every month, every month has a particular letter of the Aleph Bays that's the essence of that month. So what's the letter of Chaydish Tamas, right? Because if we could understand the letter of Chaydish Tamas, we'll understand what the month is about and what our void is and how to fix this month. Because these months, Tamas and Av, they've been damaged by Churban. And so our Avayda to bring Mashiach is to be Masak in these months. So what's the letter of the month of Tamas? So Sefer says the month of Tamas is the letter Ches. It's the letter Ches. So that's what we're going to learn tonight for just a few minutes, the pnimius of the letter Ches. What's the letter Ches? We know the letter of the Aleph base are not just, you know, uh, you need to make a Ches sound, so we call it a Ches, you know? It's more than that. These, these letters are, they're Kaiches. The Rabbanu created the world with the letters of the Aleph base. And so what these letters are, these are part of who we are. There's a part of each and every one of us that's the letter Ches. So when we learn about the letter Ches, we're learning about that part of who we are. What's the letter Ches? So the truth is, the, the letter ches, the word ches really means chiyas, life. It's the first word of chayim, of chay, life. So what exactly, so if we're going to understand the letter ches, we have to understand what is the definition of life. Because that's what the letter ches says. The letter ches means life itself. So it's interesting. We find that life, chiyas, chay, is associated with movement. Movement. Something that moves when things move, that's a simon of life. Not only is it a telltale sign that something's alive when it moves, but movement itself is what brings out a sense of life. So for example, we know that there's a hierarchy in creation, right? Daimim, Tzameh, Chai, Medaber, right? Inanimate objects, then plant life, and then Chai. What's the difference between a Chai, an animal that's considered to be alive, and Tzameh, and plant life? Movement, Tanua. Tanua is called... That's what defines life. And the truth is, the month of Tammuz, which is the letter Ches, which is the month of life, is also the same month that in the history of Klai Yisrael, there was a lot of movement. We were, even by Lessig's parasha, what happened was, Klai Yisrael standing by the borders of Eretz Yisrael, and Moshe Rabbeinu sends the Meragalim into the land, but to go travel, to move, to move, to move through Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael means Beis Chayenu. Eretz Yisrael is the place that we live. That's the place of Archius. And our first entrance and our first exposure to the land of Israel was not just being there, it was moving through the land. To look at every rock, to investigate every nook and cranny, to move, to move, to move, to move. And that inion of the Meraglim being sent to walk through the land, that wasn't just on a simple level just to investigate it. That wasn't just a matter of uh, getting to know the, the geography of it. That was establishing Eretz Yisrael as Mokim Chiyas, as the place of our, of our life, as Beis Chayenu. And that's what happened. And when did this take place? When were the Meraglim sent? And when was, was most of their traveling? In the entire month of Tamas. The entire month of Tamas was during their traveling. 
So life itself, and specifically the life of er- in Eretz Yisrael, is is regard to movement, and that's a letter chas. But here's the problem. At the same time that we find movement is associated with being alive, it it it's indicates life and it brings out life. We also find that movement is somehow connected with the opposite of life. For example, how would one classify Gullus? Gullus is tiltal. Gullus is that Kali Yisrael on a national level moving from place to place, not being settled, always being moving. And yet Gullus, which is, the, which is defined as movement, really, the Groh writes, famously, the Groh says that Gullus is the death of the Jewish people. Kali Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael is alive. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, we're come out dead. And uh, even though obviously people live and communities live on, but it's not, it's not called alive when it's in Gullus. So this is a strange thing. If, is, if the definition of Gullus is, is the opposite of life, if Gullus means the death of the Jewish people, and the return to and Mashiach means Tchiyas HaMesim, so the question is, if Gullus means death, then why is Gullus classified and why is Gullus experienced as moving? Moving means life. So does moving mean life or does moving mean death? The truth is we also find this when Adam Rishon sinned, right? And what happens? And Hashem says, because you sinned, Mois Thomas, you are now mortal. Death now sets into reality. What happens as a result? He's kicked out of Gan Eden and he has to start traveling. So moving is associated now with death. And more famously, probably with Cain and Hevel, right? Cain kills Hevel. And as a result of that death, of that murder, what, how is Cain punished? No, no, Tiabars, you have to now travel, sojourn and be a nomad throughout the world. So traveling is now associated with death. So which one is it? Is life associated with moving? Or is death associated with moving? So in the storm we're told the following idea. We're gonna, I'm going to try to keep it very pushed. Well, I'll try. There's, 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 two, there's two types of life. There's two types of life. There's what I guess we could call it, there's Chaim Chitzanyim, there's superficial, external, mundane life. And then there's Chaim Pnimim, inner life, inner life. Both outer life, superficial life, and meaningful, real life are both connected with movement. But the movement of outer life, of superficial life, what makes a person feel alive superficially as opposed to the type of movement that makes a person feel alive in Pneumius, are very different. When it comes to Chitzanius, superficial life, what, what is a person, what type of, again, movement is always associated with life, but what type of movement is necessary to make a person feel alive superficially? So that type of movement is moving from place to place. You start off in uh, point A, you move to point B, you get bored of point B, and you move to point C. That's a simon, and the more person travels physically from place to place and goes farther and farther away from his point of origin, the more a person superficially feels alive. That's what it is. That's why this time of year, for example, which is the month of Tammuz, this time of the letter Ches, of movement, this is when people, B'derach Klal, go on vacations, and all of a sudden they start feeling very fidgety about the places that they live in. You can live in a beautiful place, but just like... I've, I've seen this place for like 11 months already. I can't stand it anymore. And they need to start moving. You have to think about Shkach this. Like, why is it? The Rabbani Shalom made our psychology in such a way and culturally in such a way. The Dafka, during these months, there's a need and there's this like Indian of moving, of getting away from where you are and moving right there. Chaim Chitzayim, superficial life. 
superficial life is is the, the simon of superficial life and what evokes, what brings out that superficial life is moving from place to place. But in Pneumius, that's called death. In Pneumius, that's called death. It might feel like a person's alive, but that need that a person has just to move from place to place and never be settled, like Cain was, was cursed, Nov and Nautia Barsa, you're just going to wander from place to place. And we think of it as just like, you know, we imagine him just like being a schlepper. He was uh, going cross-country. He was like, you know... He was taking pictures, you know, selfies all over the place. You know what I'm saying? He could say, I was here and I was there. It sounds pretty nice. But in Pneumius, in terms of, of, of a Pneumius thicker life, that's called death itself. Always moving away from the place of origin. Always moving away from where you are, never feeling settled. And never truly experiencing anything real. But always on the move to try to experience something new. Superficially, it feels like you've amassed a lot of experiences under your belt. But every experience that you've amassed is superficial and skin deep. So that type of movement, moving from place to place, it might seem on the outside as life. But the truth is it's death. And that's what Gullus is. Gullus is that we're moving from country to country. So superficially, it's like, okay, wow, we're taking selfies all over the place. This part. We've been in Spain, we've been in Portugal, and Germany, and Russia, and uh, all these places. It's amazing. Like, look, look, look at uh, all the places that we've been. But in Pneumius, we all know this, and we see that. That's Mamish death itself. Because wherever we are, we're not really there. We're always thinking about the next place and the previous place. So what type of movement, then, is necessary to bring out and to experience true life. If it's not, if, if, again, you need to move in order to experience life, that's the truth. But if it's movement from place to place, that's called superficial life, and in terms of the soul, that's really death itself. So what type of movement is necessary to really bring out pneumistic life? So, you know, I mentioned the word chai, it's actually 18, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the 18th word in Chomish? That'll probably be a good way to figure it out, right? The 18th word, the Chai in Chumash. The 18th word of Chumash is the word Marachafes. It says in Pasuk that Ruach Lekim, that when Hashem created the world, everything was chaos and dark and everything was crazy. For Ruach Lekim, but the spirit of Hashem, the, right, the, the spirit of Mashiach, as I'll say, the soul of Mashiach, Marachafes was hovering above the waters. The word Marachafes. The word Marachafes. So what does that mean? What does the word marachefes tell us about movement? What type of movement is contained in that word marachefes? So in the Zohar Kaddish we're taught that the word marachefes is hinting to the type of movement which is described by the Zohar as mati v'loi mati. Touching and not touching. The Zohar describes it as like a mother bird hovering over a nest where the mother bird is constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down. She's not really... She's con she, she, there's movement over there. But the movement is going forward and coming back. Going forward and coming back. Going forward and coming back. Where some total, you're kind of staying in the same place. But in that place that you're staying, there's constant movement forward and moving back. This, by the way, if you think about it, Chazal, even the Pasuk in Navi describes life in such a way of Ratzai V'Shayv, running and returning. Running and returning. This is how you didn't dance, right? How do we dance? We move in the same place, right? We're not going anywhere. But you go forward and you go back. How do we daven? The Jewish people just instinctively daven with shuckling. We learn with shuckling. What is shuckling? Back and forth. Back and forth. And it's like 
you're expending a lot of energy and you're not going anywhere. The type of movement that brings out Pnimius is what's called movement of Ratzavashayv, movement of Mati Vlaimati, of hovering, Marachafas. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean, Ratzavashayv? What does it mean, Mati Vlaimati, touching and not touching? You know, the Zara says the following line, and this sums up really what now Parsha is, is Kairach. It sums up Kairach's issue. The Zara says the following Lush, and it says, Zakoi manda ayil vinofik. Praiseworthy is a person who is able to go in and also to come out. But man the eye of loinothik, but someone who's gonna go in but is not interested in coming out, nikhle loyal, it's better not to go in. So what does that mean? What does it mean, Chaim Pnimi? What does it mean inner life? What does it mean inner life? Inner life means that you don't have to go anywhere. Inner life means to be able to feel in the deepest part of who you are the essence of God that's in front of you. The R ain't safe, the infinite light of God that's in the midst of that you're doing. When a person comes in contact with the Rabbani Shloylam that's involved in everything that you're doing anyway. If a person is, you know, Yudavni Mayrev, a person is putting on tefillin, a person is giving tzedakah, you name it, all good things that we do. There's a way of experiencing Chaim Pnimi in that. And how do you experience inner life and truly to be alive at that moment of putting on tefillin? Is when somehow you could touch and come in contact with the infinite light of God that's contained in that experience. How do you do that? The way you do that is by running and returning. Running and returning means running to the depths, trying to understand more, trying to understand more, trying to feel more, trying to go deeper, deeper, deeper. But always at the same time, as deeper as you go, to run back to, be, to the simple act of putting out fill in itself. You see, there are those that make the mistake of thinking, and this is what Kairach on his level made a mistake, is that if a person wants to experience God, you have to go very deep. You have to sort of leave the physical act behind, leave the pashtas, leave the, the simplicity of Yiddishkeit behind, and only go in. And then there are people that make the opposite mistake. There are people that make the mistake of thinking that all you need is just the physical act itself and you don't need anything deep and mysterious and you don't have to know anything more than just doing what you do. Like, keep your finger on the place and do it. Put on tefillin. What are you, what are you making things so complicated? God is not in the depths, and God is not in the simple place. Where is God felt? Merachafes. When there's hovering, when there's movement to the deep and returning to the shallow. Go to the deep, to the shallow. Deep to the shallow. When a person is able to make that movement of being able to do the simple act and embracing the simple act, and at the same time, while he's doing the simple act, to try to experience something deeper. And when he experiences something deeper, to then go back to the simple act, and then after the simple act to go into the deeper and constantly oscillate and move back and forth between that which is deep and that which is simple, that's where you find God. That's, where, that's the type of movement that brings out the truth of Elikos. Because the Rabbani Shlalem is so great and so profound and so mysterious that you can't peg Him in one particular place. You can't say that God is only in the depths of reality. And you can't say that God is only on the surface of reality. Either way is heresy. God is everywhere. And the only way to experience Him is to be in both places at once. When a person does a mitzvah, when a person does a good deed, when a person says a good word, does, you know, learns Torah, whatever the case may be that they're doing, they have to do it in this way of Ratzavashayv, of running towards God, of trying to deepen the experience, and at the same time, returning from that depth and appreciating and embracing the Pashat act that they just did. 
So every single time you do a mitzvah, you say to yourself, wow, there's something unbelievably proud that, I'm, that, I, that I feel in the simple thing that I put on film this morning. It's unbelievable. And at the same time, there's a part of me that is unsatisfied with that level of mitzvah, and I want to experience it deeper. And then when I feel that urge of going deeper, I remind myself of the satisfaction of doing the mitzvah simply. And this dynamic of, compl- of being a complex person and being a pashtah person, of appreciating the simple mitzvah, and also having that thirst of experiencing the depth of the mitzvah, that's where a person experiences life. That's marachafes. That's marachafes. That's why the, 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 it says in Pasuk, Ruach Lekim that the Spirit of Hashem was hovering. That's Ruach Hashem Mashiach, that's the Spirit of Mashiach. The, even the word Mashiach is a combination of Shem Chai, the name that's alive. And the secret of Mashiach is this, is this secret. Like Rabbi Nachman Breslov used to say that I'm, he called himself the complex simple one. The complex simple one. That's what he it is. If a person is complex and simple, then you'll be able to find chiyas. You'll be able to, to feel that chiyas. This, you know, th- this is the, the phenomenon of moving in place. That you don't have to go anywhere, but the place that you're in to deepen the experience, to experience it deeper by jumping back and forth between its simple experience and its depth. If you think about it, that's how Hashem made us, right? Like Hashem made us. We're all sitting here right now pretty still. But if a person had like x-ray vision, we would see that there's a whole lot of movement going on inside. Blood is pumping, things are happening. If you think about it, Hashem could have made us like computers, right? Hashem could have made us not mechanical. Hashem could have made us like with computer chips and nothing's really moving, it just works. But Hashem didn't chose not like that. Hashem chose to make us in such a way where there's movement. But the movement is not seen. The movement is in such a way where you're staying in the same place, yet you're moving. The truth is, if you think about it, all of reality is like that. We know under a microscope, everything is moving. So this cup, it feels solid, it feels like it's not going anywhere, but under a microscope we know all the electrons, neutrons, all that stuff from, you know, seventh grade, it's all moving. Why did Hashem make the world in such a way where everything is moving, yet not moving at the same time? The answer is because the secret of creation is marachefes. The secret of creation is where God is, where God is, the way to experience the elokus of all things is by attaching yourself to the subtle movement of reality, of where thi- where to oscillate, and again, like I said, to go, to become a complex, simple person, to appreciate the, the, the simple pleasures of being a yid, and to not be satisfied, and at the same time, not to be satisfied by those simple pleasures. This is why, you know, in the letter Ches, the letter Ches, according to Arizal, is a combination of really two letters, a Vav and a Zion, with a little bridge between the two, a chatiteris, a little bridge between the two. The letter vav, the letter vav means, the letter vav means the desire to go deep. And, that's what a vav does, and, more, more, more. The letter zayin, a zayin means a sword, a sword says, you, you're not going anywhere, right? A zayin says, exactly stay where you are. Above going deeper and staying still, that's the letter ches. That's what the ches is. That's why even the word ches, the letter ches, I'm sorry, it looks like a gate. If you think about it, just the, the image of it, right? It looks like a gate. Because that's what, that's what it is. The letter ches is about zakoi man da'ayil v'nafik. Praiseworthy is one that goes into that gate to go deeper and knows how to exit that gate. If a person only goes in, 
If a person only wants deep but doesn't appreciate the pashtas and the simplicity of mitzvahs maisias, then that's called kairach, that's called Elisha ben Avuya. You'll be lost in that, you know, rabbit hole. But if a person does not enter into the gate and only stains Pashat, then what happens? A person is superficial and a nobody. So, praiseworthy is the one who enters the gate of the Ches and is confident enough to return, goes in and out. That's why how Yidin dance, right? As I said, we go back and forth. That's the secret of even the word Chuppah. The word Chuppah is a combination of the words Ches, Po. Ches is over here. Because what's a Chuppah? A chuppah is, uh, when, when a couple gets married, they are committing to be in this constant dance with each other, of moving back and forth, of life is now going to be dynamic, and life is going to be constant moving, but we're all going to be staying in the same place. We all know this, that's the dance of, of life, is that it? Oh, wanting more, being satisfied with what you have, that back and forth is what brings out life. And that's, that's, by the way, the secret of the mitzvotans too, right? What's the mitzvotans? It's the letter ches, right? You have the, the guy on one side, the kal on the other, with a little gartel or tablecloth, whatever, his napkin in between. That's the letter ches. Because that's what's happening by chasana. By chasana is, is that you're trying to experience chiyus. You're trying to bring out life. You're trying to bring down life as Hashem with a child. And the way to bring out chayim pnimim is to dance while staying still. That's why even... Even the gematria of the letter Ches is eight. The significance of eight, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a two-dimensional square, so it's four points, right? It's uh, four points. But in a three-dimensional cube, is eight points. Eight means deeper. Eight means chayim pnimim. Eight means not to see things just on its superficial level, l'arko l'arachba, length and width. Letter Ches means to go deeper than that. It means to have this dance of oscillating of Merachefes, and because of that, to be able to experience the depth of reality, not just the surface, but the depth, that's the letter Ches. That's also why even the word Ches, as I said, has to do with the, with the word Chios, life. Life, the word Chios is associated with Ahava, with love, with wanting more, with wanting to go in. It says in Pasuk, you shall love Hashem, because He is your life. Chios, life, is associated with love. Something that you know your life depends on, you love it, you want it. But what's amazing is that the word ches also means fear. Chitas elokim, the Pasuk says. Fear means, see, love makes a person want to go weiter. Love makes a person want to come closer. Fear makes a person stop in their tracks. The letter ches is a secret of both. The letter ches means moving and stopping. Running and returning. Ratzavishayf. And this is ultimately, this is ultimately the avoid of the month of Tammuz. The avoid of the month of Tammuz is to live Chaim Pnimiyam. And the way to live Chaim Pnimiyam is instead of running around looking for something new, is to look at what you already have. But just to have that movement and have that inner dance within that, within that place. That's why when the month of Tammuz and Av are in disrepair, when things are broken down, when the Chorim Beis Hamikdash takes place, and the Jewish people are thrown out of Chaim Pnimim, of inner life in the Beis Hamikdash, in Eretz Yisrael, where what? Where it's a place of Menucha, but there's movement in that place, like the Meraglim, in Eretz Yisrael, in the place of peace, but moving, in that circle, in that Rikud, in that dance, in that Mitzvotans, in Eretz Yisrael. Instead of that, 
we're thrown, when Thomas and Av is destroyed, right, when they're broken, we're thrown into Gullus, and now we're living Chaim Chitzani, we're living superficial life, where the definition of life and the sense of life comes with moving simply from place to place and going farther away from where you come from. That's why when the months are in disrepair, as I said, there's no dancing, right? Once the three weeks comes in, and so on, there's no chasanas and so on, Rikud is Aser. Chasan and Kalu, there's no chasanas and there's no Rikudim. By Tubav, when the Simcha comes back, how is Tubav celebrated? So the women, the girls would go out in, in Rishalayim, the Mechailes, in circles, moving but not getting anywhere. And Shaduchim were made with that. Because this is the secret of the month of Tamazanav. This time needs to be repaired. And the void of this time is to transition, to move back from defining life and defining experience based on just how much experiences you have and like what your superficial eyes see, to rather see things in a pneumistic way, to understand them in a, in, a, in a deeper way, which means that you don't have to go anywhere. The point of this, by the way, is not to, go on vac- not to say that you shouldn't go on vacation. You know, that's, not, that's not the point over here. I hope to God I get to go on vacation too at some point. I don't know. That's, 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 that's not the point. But the point is when you're in a place where you are, you could experience unlimited chiyas there by being a complex, simple person. The more complex and simple you are, the more you want more, but at the same time you're happy with what you have. And, to, and, and you're deepening, and you're deepening the, the pashtas, the deepening the simplicity of that mitzvah, that mitzvah taiva, that simple deed that you did. That's where Chiyas is felt, that's where Elohim Chaim is able to be experienced. That's the secret of the letter Chas. So Hashem should help us, we have to, make, we have to repair the mistake of Kairach. We have to repair the, the, the month of Tamas Bechla, we have to, it, needs, it needs a lot of repair. And the way to do that is to be full of chiyas. And full and Chaim Pnimim, the way to be full of chiyas is this way of Ratzavishai running and returning, of Ruach Lakim Archevisel Pneimaim, which should be Zaycha to that time, to be able to see that in a clear way, in a strong way, of how the Ruach Lakim, how the spirit of Mashiach will manifest in full Shem Chai, and to return and to return all of us to life, to return Klai Yisrael to life. I can't help but think of other parts from Shiver Yeager. <laughs> <laughs>